good Monday morning to you. First of all, thanks. Uh, hundreds are watching, um, tens are sharing, and that's always great. Sharing is caring. I, I, I quite enjoy seeing how far these wee things travel. Be aware, uh, Google for the second time in two months has had worldwide shutdowns, rolling to where uh, your entire community might not be able to get in, but three streets over they can. Most of India went down for a while. I, it's been a bit of a mess. So if you didn't get to see the worship yesterday, please click on there, see it. Subscribe, doesn't cost a penny to subscribe. Put it on your social media so that others subscribe because when we get to a certain level, then Google will let us do more talking about Jesus online and do it easier. We have been asked many times if we shouldn't be raising money by making this a pay subscription thing or have advertisements going, but uh, we don't want to do that. We want this to go out freely. Of course, there are ways to, to give to our church and you can go to oursafeharbor.com and see who we are if you want to do something like that, regardless. It just didn't seem right to be talking about Jesus and then an ad for something pop up. So we're not gonna do that. I wanna talk to you to actually about what we don't know and about fear. Donald Rumsfeld, years ago when he was in a Bush administration, gave this whole thing about we, we don't know what we don't know. And, and a lot of reporters really went after him. And I don't know a thing about him. I'm not into politics at all. So this isn't any kind of a blanket endorsement. But whenever I went back over his statement, I went, you know something, that is exactly right. And I wish more people understood that we don't know what we don't know. And I messed up. And I wanna tell you that I messed up because we've asked you, please make comments during the worship stream. Ask us questions. We want to interact with you. And I'd always be disappointed at the end of the day when I'd go home and there'd be 1,500 of you. There'd be 1,700 of you that watch the video and I get like 10 comments. I'm going, I just found out yesterday that all during all of these broadcasts, you're commenting and some of you are asking questions. But when I'm done, uh, doing the worship and I go look at the video, I don't see those unless I go back and watch the worship and they show up in real time. So for four weeks, I've been asking you to ask questions and interact with us and I have failed to interact with you. I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't know what I didn't know. So we're gonna go back through and I'm gonna mute the worship while I look because I cannot stand the sound of my own voice in speaking or in especially in singing. I, I, I never watched it. I know I record a lot and I post it. But as soon as I hear the sound quality is coming through, I shut it down and just post it. Um, yeah, you can say what you want to, but that's just me. I, I, I can't stand that. I just don't like the sound of my own voice. <clears throat> Always one of the, you know, one of those deep narrator voices or um, even a breathy NPR voice, I would have taken that. But I didn't know much apologies. It's going to take me a while to watch these things on mute and try to find the comments. It's the same with giving. Um, when we were first fired, um, it's amazing how many of you jumped on PayPal and Venmo. We were trying so hard to keep up with the thank yous and frankly we didn't and we're still trying to catch up. So that leads me to my next talk and that's about fear. I have grandsons who love to scare each other. 
They lurk outside of bathrooms and around the corners of hallways. They love to scare their mom. They love to scare my wife, who they call Sugar, their grandmother. And uh, they will prank her, they, they say, and you know, put a fake spider here or a, a rubber snake somewhere. And it just gives them all kinds of joy to scare. But I don't have that reflex. And they'll leap out at me going, ah, and I'll just look at them. And they're looking, well, why aren't you scared? And I said, granddad just doesn't have that gene. I don't do that response thing. I mean, even uh, back when I was doing competitive shooting, it was, uh, people would look at me because somebody would be letting off big guns beside me. I don't blink, I'm all right. I think some of that was training, but I've always had that kind of, no, I'm not gonna jump. I'm just gonna watch this. Now, I had a, one of my grands said, well, how did you get that way? And I kind of blew him off on, a, on the answer and then I circled back around to him afterwards. And I said, you know, that wasn't a fair answer. I don't do the fear thing because fear doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You lay awake at night and you're, you worry and you worry and then you go through the day and you're afraid and then it's you know rainy outside and there are bad drivers out there so I'm gonna be afraid of that now and then come into the office, I'll be afraid. Fear gets in the way of living your life. If you go ahead and accept the fact that we are human beings and that we will eventually shuffle off this mortal coil, you can get rid of fear. It's, it's not that big a deal. And if you find something you are afraid of, there is a technique. It's one of the knowables in our brain is that do the thing you fear and the death of fear is certain. Um, if you're terrified of heights, five or six parachute jumps will actually fix that really well. That first one's going to be tough. I remember my, my son had um, a birthday party when he was much younger. And they lived down in, uh, rather the, the boys all went down the basement. It was an unfinished basement. We had a couple of dogs. And they were running around down there having a great time. But one boy stayed up. And I'm going, you doing all right? He goes, yeah, yeah. I said, do you want to go down and play? And he goes, I, I can't. I said, why is that? He goes, I'm afraid of dogs. Now, he was a young lad. There's no reason to embarrass him about this. So I just looked at him and said, um, I want to ask you a question. Uh, is the fear of dogs keeping you from having fun with your mates? And, and he said, yeah. And I said, well, let me ask you another question. Are you afraid of snakes? And he went, yes, yes. I said, all right. What if you and I, instead of going downstairs, and it was at night, when we go out, we had a big swampy, one of those retention ponds required by uh, environmental rules. And I said, why don't, you, why don't we go out there and find a snake? And just grab one and bite the head off of it, spit it out. He just looked at me. I said, do you think if you did that, you'd be afraid of snakes anymore? He, he kind of, he said, I think I'll go downstairs and play. Oh, there you go. He had a good time, even though there were dogs present. Yeah, fears sometimes can be harder to get rid of. And my five-year-old decided to challenge me theologically on this. He jumped out a grand display of, and uh, I didn't move. He says, Granda, you have to be afraid of something. And I said, no, I, I'm not. And he goes, you have to be afraid of something or you don't need Jesus. Well, 
there is a theological punch from left field. And I looked at him and I said, well, I need Jesus because I'm a mess. I'm a sinner and I do wrong things and I need to be saved. And I'd like to have eternal life, which by the way, I believe I already have as a Christian and you do as well if you're a believer. Regardless, not getting into that with a five-year-old. He looked upon Jesus as saving him a bit from fear. I found that fascinating and also pretty wise. And I had to think about maybe he and I define fear in a different way because there are some things, I wouldn't call them fears, but I, I wanna make sure, I'm not terrified or anything, but I don't wanna let people down. I don't, you know, if they comment, I wanna be able to get circle around back to them. Yeah, it makes for some a lot of 14 and 16 hour days to circle back to as many as we do, but I don't wanna let you down. I, and I don't wanna ever embarrass Jesus. Christians can embarrass Jesus by the harsh way they treat, by the way they live as if they're in a world. You know, hiring, firing, insulting, flipping fingers, yelling, demanding from waiters and waitresses. And I know they're called wait staff now, please move on. <clears throat> I think we need more Jesus in us. And it worries me at times that I might have embarrassed him because people know I'm a Christian. And yet, look, that bothers me. I'm not afraid of it because I know I can be forgiven and God loves to forgive. But I just don't want to do that. I don't want to embarrass my family and I don't want to embarrass my Lord. So I'm Ollie and I, he's five. I'm turning 64 in a bit, just a few days. Um, I think I'm gonna to need to sit down with Ollie and talk to him about fear and see what he can teach me about why I need Jesus with that. Fact is, we do need Jesus. And right now, some of you really need Christmas. I do too. It's been a real letdown this year, hasn't it? Can't be around the family like you'd like. Or if you are, some people are gonna yell at you for being around the family. And if you're not, some people are gonna yell at you for not being around your family. There's, there's no way to win this there at all. And from day one, it was plain. This was going to be a set of pits into which our family and friends could fall into while other family and friends yelled at them. We need Christmas. I don't know what your Christmas is going to look like, but we need Christmas. We need celebration. We need quiet. We need to pull back and we need to reconnect. And all these things are completely opposed to each other. Pull back, reconnect, all of that. So, but let's not be afraid. Let's just not be afraid. Take precautions, absolutely. If you want to attend in person at our church, you have to send in a reservation so we don't overfill our place. We encourage you to do that, by the way. That said, let's not live in fear. Let's live in wonder, star of wonder, star of light. Because we really do, as the old song says, we really need a little Christmas now. We really need a lot of Jesus now. We don't need much fear. And the good thing is, that's one thing that is not a contradiction for Jesus, the one we need. The commandment he most often gave was, <clears throat> fear not. Fear not. Cheerio. There's an old story, and I imagine you've heard it before, 
that uh, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson were on a camping 